Go thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Howdy, hey, I am Randall Kay, coming to you live from magnificent Middle Tennessee with this uh, Free For All Friday edition of Bible News Radio. I am your co-host and AV guy, as an audiovisual. Um, generally run this show, you know, pull all the levers and click all the buttons and that kind of stuff to make this stuff happen. Thanks for joining me. I see that... Uh, Gina is there, and Melanie's out there, Danielle is there, T.S. Angel, Kristen Genie is with us, uh, thanks for joining us, and you're wondering probably where your sweet and lovable host is, well, she will be joining us shortly, um, hey, Diane, welcome to broadcast, we uh, took this um, afternoon to a little civic duty, uh, truth be told, at 3.30 p.m. Central Time, here in our local city, uh, there's a ribbon cutting for the Bark Park, and you know, we just wanted to support that because we think those kinds of things are important. I mean, granted, not as important as feeding the poor, or certainly preaching the gospel or anything, but the fact that, uh, you know, this, the Bark Park, the dog park, had been uh, recently refurbished with some, uh, I think it's private funds, uh, there was some sort of contest, hey, Mia's here, welcome to broadcast, and, uh, anyway, and so, the city got some funds, uh, based on some contests, it was awarded some money, and got to refurbish our local dog park, and so, it's kind of an odd time to do the rubber cutting at 3.30 in the afternoon on a Friday, but we thought, Hey, we want to be there, present and support it. Let uh, folks know that these things are important to do. Hey, Rich, and who else is out here? In the, the Periscope verse, Periverse—I don't know. And then uh, Sean over there on YouTube. Hi, Sean. And uh, over there on. Twitch, we have one viewer, but, um, oh, zero viewers. I mentioned them, and they popped off. It'll catch on eventually on Twitch. We'll see. We'll, uh, and it sounds like the song's about to end, and so I'm trying to multitask. Typing over there on Twitch. And with that... Gently fade out the music. Yeah, there we go. That wasn't too bad. And so anyway, truth be told, we were at, we were at the ribbon cutting for uh, the bark park for the dog park. Brought out our fluffy, uh, fluffy boys there for that. And uh, uh, pray for our neighbors today. She was pray neighbor's baby. She was. Uh, or she W, I don't know. Uh, not sure. Didn't get what... I didn't see the whole comment there, so I don't know what it was. 
But anyway, so hey, it's Friday. Uh, we've got um, uh, the traditional Sabbath beginning at sundown. And that's something I've tried to do. You know, a while back, it's a guest we had on... Dang, uh, you think I'd remember his name? She fell, or a baby that fell? That's not good. Uh, especially, yeah, an infant falling from any height, even from, you know, standing is not good for an infant. Um, um, okay. Sorry, I was trying to out who the little circles belong to. It's hard to see on my tiny little phone. Um, hi, people. This is Bible News Radio. Worse for elderly. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, with a with an infant or a young child, it can be a green uh, uh, green stick fractures. But with um, elderly, yeah, like bones are brittle. On the other end of the spectrum, and yeah, hard to put those back together. Those bones that just kind of more shatter than fracture. All right, so, um, so let's see who who was uh, nice music. Oh yeah, it's the nice. The music comes from a Facebook library of. Of uh, public, um, so I don't know who it was who asked for prayers for the baby, but um, yeah, well, let's pray. Join me, would you, uh, Father God? We don't know the particular situation, but if uh, you know this baby fell, uh, we pray that there would be no lasting, um, no lasting injuries. Uh, pray that you speak health, comfort. Uh, to the child and also, Lord, uh, comfort and hope, faith uh, to the child's parents that uh, they would trust in you uh, for the outcome, knowing that you are a God of mercy, grace, and love. Um, come in power and bring your healing power, we ask in the name of Yeshua, our Messiah. All right, so... Um, where was I going with the, um, anyway. <laughs> so, that was it. I was talking about Sabbath Day, and a while back we had a guest, and I can't remember the, the guest's name, but he wrote a book called Hard Break, and, and the subtitle was Living 24-6 in a 24-7 world or something like that, that as an ethnic Jew, but not an observing Jew, uh, he had not you know, not an observant Jew. He had not observed the the Sabbath, and and then when he decided to uh, that he should be obedient to the law, uh, Torah, he he uh, started to observe the Sabbath, take one day off in seven. And again, you know, the as Yeshua said, the Sabbath was not was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So it's not this sort of um, observing the Sabbath isn't shouldn't be this dreadful obligatory thing. Um, you know, it was made for our our rest anyway. 
Anyway, the author, whose name I can't remember, who wrote the book Hard Break, uh, he talked about how much more productive he was and how much things improved his health and all that when he set aside, uh, started to observe the Sabbath. And, you know, in in Christian tradition, the Sabbath is often observed as Sunday because it's the first day of the week, the day in which the Lord rose. But as we read in Romans 14, you know, one observes one day above another, one observes every day alike, you know, let each be, uh, you know, fully convinced, you know, in their own mind to the Lord they observe it or don't observe it. But I thought, well, you know, he's right. You know, that is something that's there in the Ten Commandments about to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy or, you know, set apart. Um, six days you shall do your work and the seventh rest. Of course, you know, in rabbinic Judaism, the Pharisees, they twisted it all around and nitpicked at things and and made it a burden and and anyway won't get into all that it's for work weekends in the word um but it's it's a good idea it was god instituted that we should you know work six days and rest the seventh so since having that guest on the show i've decided to um observe the sabbath and i thought well why not the traditional one the the biblical sabbath um, and so from Friday at 6 p.m. until Saturday at 6 p.m., I don't do anything related to my occupation. Um, you going to come in on this side? Or... Hi. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah, we are. We are in the same room. Yeah, we are. I'll see you on the other side of the table. I'm going on the other side of the table. People. That's right. Anyway, so, you know, whereas I will do other types of work, yard work or whatever, that which is my customary occupation, that is things in digital marketing, primarily video. Stuff on the screen. Huh? Oh. I can do that. That, um, anyway. So, taking a break from my customary uh work and it's been good it's been good to you know most of the time not even think about those sort of things it's like okay sabbath time and i feel it's been good for my my psyche which is probably good for my um you know physical health as well my well-being so anyway imagine that you know god God prescribed a Sabbath rest to uh, take a day of rest, and and um, you know His ways are good, His ways are right, and when we follow them, um, good things happen. So, um, let's see. All right, yeah, the camera's working, so that's good. So, do I need to do anything except just look great? Um, should be it. I'm gonna <laughs> I don't readjust to. myself and the um, and the two up here because that might even shrink me down a little bit, pull me over, yeah, something like that. You ready? Ready to go on? There you are. 
Yeah, I am. Spilled the drink <laughs> all over the place. <clears throat> well, thanks for sharing. Thanks for being vulnerable. You know Gina. what I did this morning? I broke a dish. You know why? People. Because... You're celebrating something? <laughs> no. Like, oh, that's a Greek thing, right? You throw dishes in the no. fireplace or something like that? And... <laughs> no, because... Here's why. Because our sink was loaded with dishes, dirty dishes, and it slipped off the top and went... <laughs> that was how I started my day. Just so you know. By the way, I'm late. I'll tell I you started what. my day by getting out of bed, but... Yeah. So I'm... Break. I'm late because I didn't eat lunch, and Bareface is like, we should go to the dog bark park ribbon cutting thing. Yep, I explained. <sighs> but we did And that. I'm like, but I didn't eat lunch yet. I was going to go eat lunch. He's like, well, you can eat later. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> you said, can we get something way back? I said, sure. Yeah, so, so I was eating my dinner. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just got done eating because I was like, not going to wait any longer, people, because your sweet and lovable host has to eat. And I, I played pickleball this morning, so uh, yeah, you can see my sports bra. Let's go ahead and do that. <clears throat> By the way, this necklace is courtesy of Laura, Laura Royer. I don't know how many of you know Laura, but she's awesome. I bought this from her a couple days ago, and I added this... Uh, Big, huge thing. This makes me totally feel like I'm a southerner. <laughs> Put a one if you think it's too much. Because I think it's too much. <laughs> and it doesn't really go with the outfit, but whatever. Okay, back to your riveting discussion about... That was the, it. I was just talking about the, the Sabbath. The Sabbath. Can you remember the author's name, Heartbreak? No. I can look it up, though. I was going to do that, but I I'll thought it would be up, too right? obvious to... Um, but yeah, that was a good book. And actually, you know, I was trying to... Speaking of that, okay, so I, I wrote on Facebook two days ago. I was going to take... I wasn't going to update until Saturday. Well, oh, thank you. Um, <clears throat> anyway, some of you are probably, well, why? How come? Um, because... Aaron Edelheit. That's right, Aaron Edelheit. Anyway, um, why? Because I have a book called Pickleball Faith I Need to Get Done, and I found out that I was spending too much time on Facebook, so I was like, okay, no more Facebook for me. And then, you know what happened? I had to deal with all my dad's stuff, so I'm like, okay. So I still didn't get anything done, but that's okay fine so how are you guys doing hmm? hello danielle hi melanie hi mama gina hi diane hi mia hi um wait hold on <laughs> genie uh let's see rich is there and let's see did i say hi to everybody that i okay and sean you know sean i used to call my brother because i have a brother named sean he spells it the right way s-h-a-w-n Anyway, I used to call my brother Sean the Pond the Leprechaun, and um, so now I'm going to call you that, just so you know, okay? Just an association thing, Sean the Pond the Leprechaun. <laughs> well, S-E-A-N more closely resembles the... The Leprechaun, yep. Well, no, S-E-A-N more, it's... <laughs> 
it's it's a Gaelic name. I wonder. So. I, I wonder how many people really like this show. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like this is free for all Friday. We're supposed to be serious. We are. Well, with a name like free for all, oh, that just screams seriousness. Uh huh. Um, all right. Okay. Now, can I bring up a girl topic? Uh oh. Should I leave the room? No. <clears throat> but but this is a. How do I say it? Delicately, of course. It's a it's a female thing, so delicately. Okay. Now, how many of you? Okay, I'm just gonna sh- I'm gonna share from my heart. So how many of you buy stuff on the internet, like on Instagram or Facebook, or at least you see an ad where you're kind of like, oh, I want to go ahead and get this because, you know, oh, this is a good deal or whatever, right? I do. You know what? Instagram has got more business for me than I, I care to admit. Because they target me. They know They know me. And they're like... You want this. And so anyway, um, so there's a couple of things that I bought off the internet. I brought I bought these uh these protolus uh soles for your shoes because I have very bad plantar fasciitis and and since I've been using them, lo and behold, whoa, I actually have like uh support under my arch and I'm feeling a little bit better um and all that. But here's the other thing I recently bought, and I wanna bring this up because because only in the world of the internet do you actually see this stuff, okay? So I recently bought some bras. <gasps> okay, anyway. <laughs> so, and you know it was a man that created the bra, right? Just saying. So anyway, <clears throat> being well endowed by my creator, it's always funny to me to read comments you know, um, you buy, you buy from Snapchat. Okay. Um, it's always funny to me to read the comments, um, of people who buy undergarments online because <laughs> that's what it is. Right. But with bras in particular, and, and I, I find it funny. I don't know, maybe cause I have a weird sense of humor, but I find it hilarious. And I'm just going to share this cause I figured, you know, I could. Happy anniversary, Annie. Nice, nice congratulations on 34 years of marriage. That's awesome. Good job. So here's the thing. So I was reading these comments uh, on a website. So, so I ended up buying these bras off Instagram, right? They have not come in a month. And when I went to look for the shipping and all this, it said it was coming from China. There's no shipment available. Anyway, long story short, I contacted the, the seller, never heard anything. So I escalated it to PayPal and I'm going to get my money back. Okay. So <clears throat> yeah, here's the thing. Well, <clears throat> generally I wouldn't buy a bra online <laughs> and clearly the ones I bought didn't come. So whatever, but I, I wear a sports bra because I exercise a lot. I play pickleball and there's really really no other type of bra that's more comfortable to me personally than a sports bra. But what's really funny is this this afternoon I was on Facebook and there was an ad on Facebook from this company called Bra So it's Braola. So it's Braola Braola B R A Y O L A. And so I I'm 
I'm reading through the comments and minding my own business. And as I'm reading through the comments, one thing that I notice is that there's all these women who are complaining that they're that these companies never sell bras for bigger breasts, right? And they're talking about their breast size. And so all of a sudden, all these women pile on and they're like, yeah, we want bigger bras because we have bigger breasts. <laughs> and I'm reading this and I'm, and then I'm reading this I'm, and I'm laughing and, and I'm like going, oh, yeah, it's about time, you know, big breasted women unite or whatever. But then here's the funny thing. And I bring this up because I just, I, I love watching culture and I just think it's funny. People just boldly started putting their bra size out there. <laughs> and, and what cracked me up, and this is why I think it's funny, <clears throat> is this woman said completely boldly, hey, I want you to know that I'm a size 34D and my breasts are big. And I have to tell you that I am outraged that they don't make these bras in my size because I have big breasts. Now, I'm reading this here in the privacy of my own home on the internet. <laughs> and I'm thinking, how do people, how are, how are, you know, how, how would people respond? And honestly, I totally wanted to respond. I totally, 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 totally wanted to respond. Because my first thought was, you're calling yourself big? Seriously? You have no idea. 34 is nothing. That's like teeny weeny little breast. I mean, that's barely a handful, right? You know? <laughs> and anyway, and so it's all relative. I get that. It's all relative. What's big to you might not be big to me. What's big to me might not be big to you, right? I've always been well endowed and I'm, I'm, I'm okay, and I'm not going to tell you my bra size, just so you know. It's really none of your business. And I certainly wouldn't put it out on the internet so the whole world could see it. But the thing, and I want Bareface's opinion on this. The thing that I wonder is, yeah, 34 is their size around, not in this cup size. But still, still, my cup size is bigger than that, just so you know. But anyway, so so it got me thinking, would there be an equivalent undergarment product for men where the men would have to put in their size and then they would start to like compare and then talk about how, you know, um, how it fits, how supportive it is, uh, and all of that. And I'm thinking the only thing that I can think of is that it would be you know, like a jock strap or something, but I don't know. And I'm, I just find it weird. Cause like when I was a child, undergarment size was private. Nobody talked about it, especially not in public. But today it's like this free for all, you know, people can talk about what their bra size is and, and all that. So I was just curious, bareface, what you thought of that? Because I think it's an interesting phenomenon in our current culture of the day. Uh, just, what do you mean, the, the openness about... Well, I mean, I, I suspect that 
you know, where you were reading these things wasn't it? Uh, it was I mean, on it was, Facebook. Okay, it was women that were commenting, right? I assume because they were talking what size they are. Yeah, and in what was the what was the format? It was on a web. It was for an ad for Briola bras. Yeah. Which okay. their tagline is right. find the perfect bra, no fitting required. Yeah. Okay. Well, so yeah, you wouldn't expect any men, any real men, to be commenting on that. So it's kind of like you know, like uh, women chatted up in the women's room or in fitting rooms, and um, it's kind of like an all-female space. You but know, it's there not. Men the, can read it. They can, but it, I don't know. Just, Do you think it's appropriate, though? I mean, what, what would be the equivalent of of a man doing that? What would they talk about besides penis size? Which, by the way, they do frequently over on Periscope. They they actually come on live scopes and talk about how big it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm being honest. It irritates me. Yeah. But <clears throat> anyway. I don't know. I've never been part of, of either discussion, so. Well, now's the time to break out of your shell of all right, indifference. So, so that's all I have to contribute. I that's know it. that. <laughs> I know that. You're 55 and that's all you have to say? Um, you want to come up here, G-Dog? Of course you do. <laughs> Alright, come on, bud. Do it. Come on. You never know what you're going to get on Free For All Friday, people. Do you guys want to talk about anything? Mr. wants to get up on Bareface's lap. Apparently not enough to actually do it. Well, you know, he wants to back up and then almost hit his head as he does it yeah i know he likes to jump from under the table so it's more dangerous <laughs> hey buddy gross hey mister want to come here oh no there he goes did you do it i'll hold him up so everybody can see how cute he is oh look at that face that's my bubba are you cute or what mister yeah you are <laughs> anyway he loves I mean, the dog you, part. You've told me a number of times how, you know, these women that you meet in the restroom and strike up this conversation. Um, not so with men. <laughs> I mean, men, hey, buddy, uh, you know, what are you doing here? It's just, no. It's quiet in a men's room. And is, unless, it re- is it really? Yeah. I've never met, so. I know, so it's just. You're kidding, women talk all the time. I know. The one thing I don't like. No matter like, where it is. <laughs> so. the, the, the one thing I don't like about women's. I, like last week when we went up to see. Um, um, I guess, you know, Vaughn. Yeah. My stepmother. Your stepmom. My, I guess stepmother-in-law. Uh, anyway. Sure. At the end, she's like, let's go to the bathroom together. And I'm like, oh, no. I do not like going to the bathroom together with a woman just so you know hey really i've I've seen that a lot where you know what hey if you ever come over to my house or we're in public and you want to go to the bathroom with me as your no that's not gonna happen like i like to go to the bathroom by myself leave me alone i hate i mean i'm really not a big fan of public bathrooms either but you know but don't like come in sit down on the stall and start yapping with me that's so like I do not like that. That that there's just something wrong. And yet there's oh. some women. They're like, do it. It's like 
Like, really, this is so uncomfortable. Like, we're both naked right now, and we're doing stuff that's coming out of our body, and I really don't want to have a conversation with you right now. Mm -hmm. That's me. Put a one if you're uh, on my side. Do you think it, it's unnatural to talk t to people? And the other thing, too, is do mm -hmm. you sing in the shower? Yes, do I do. I know you do, because <laughs> I hear it all the time. You crack me up, but I'm like, you'll, you'll sing in the bathroom when you're going to the bathroom. <laughs> He's in the bathroom singing, and I'm like... Well, that's my boy sean says men take care of their own business quietly and quickly yep <laughs> I, i've been i've been i've been in a number of you know mixed you know co-ed right exactly. situations you know a work group or something like that <laughs> going out to lunch or dinner mm -hmm. and one of the women will say well i'm you know we'll get up and and three or four of the women will go with her they all go together and i'm and yeah it's not going to yeah. happen with men. They're not gonna, one's not going to go, oh, I'll go with you, buddy. I wonder if it has more to do with the camaraderie of fixing makeup. Because, see, a lot of women will go in the bathroom and they'll get their lips juke and fix it and fluff their hair. And then they'll look, they'll like, yeah, I, what do you think? Yeah, I look great, don't I? But that's just not me. Although I did meet the mayor, the, the vice mayor of Spring Hill in the bathroom. Taught her pickleball, so... <laughs> In, in the restroom, you taught her pickleball? Oh, I met her in the restroom and I brought know. her out to the I know. game and introduced her to the game. And I, I don't know who it was. But anyway. Yeah, word order is important, as Donald J. Trump will tell you. Yeah. So Gina said, I used the women's room once and didn't know. The men's room. That, that's what I meant. Yeah. I used the men's room once and didn't know, and then it... I guess Still exiting. My kids were freaking out. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Now, I remember one time Oprah Winfrey Free was was sharing on her show about how when she was super famous. Well, she is famous, but <laughs> how she went to the bathroom, you know, in public because she had no choice. It was kind of like what she had to do, and there was literally somebody in the stall next to her who wanted her autograph <laughs> and she was just like this is where i draw the line i can't give you an autograph like while i'm in the bathroom doing my business and all that For fortunately i'm not that famous so nobody cares i can go out in public nobody even knows who i am except certain people but you know whatever hey so positive atheist has followed us over on twitch all right. Positive atheist? Yeah. Well, that's great. So, that's cool. speaking of pickleball, a friend of mine has this website. Who was speaking of pickleball? Well, I was, because just, you yeah. Know. So, Several seconds ago. But... So, this website has a t shirt that says, Golden Rule of Pickleball, Dink Unto Others Before They Dink Unto You. First Pickelonians 11 9. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was great. I thought that was good. Yeah, Bob showed up. Bob. All right, so what do you guys want to talk about? I've already brought up the greatest topics ever, so I was thinking um, there is this story. Did I send it to you? The girl believed to be the tiniest newborn weighed as much as an apple? No, but I, I did start off this program talking about um, the Sabbath. Sabbath and... Way back at some point, the the um, you know the 
Comments are not time-stamped on YouTube, but Sean asked, did you ever consider a Messianic Jewish temple? And yes. Yeah. Not, there's, have not, there's, not, there's none in our area. But I did uh, miss uh, a Messianic synagogue. It's where I learned Hebrew. Most, most of the Hebrew I know I learned at a Messianic synagogue. They had a Shabbat school uh, before the service. And I think I attended the service once or twice, um, but not as a regular attendee. But yeah, thought about it. Mm-hmm. Haven't done it regularly. Yeah. But. Plus, we just became a member of a church, and they would probably be hurt if we left, especially after we took five years to become a member. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, you're becoming okay. See ya. Bye. We're out of here now." It's that time of the show where my allergies kick in again. Yeah, they did. All right, so how's your walk with Jesus, people? We might have to bring Jesus up. So I have a question. How many of you say the name of Jesus when you're around people you don't know? Just curious. Are you bold enough to use Jesus' name? And if so, what happens? I wish we had, I wish people could call in. Yeah. We gotta figure out a way to get people to call in. Well, you'll do that. Well, you know, don't forget our show is sponsored by Ariel Ministries too, just so you know. Did you put this side, did you put that down there so I could see it? Uh, what? The comments. Yeah. It's too little to read. I can't read oh, that. Is it? It's, yeah, it's like two point font. See my um, eyes they squinch, my eyebrows go down, my wrinkles. Oh down. no, okay, it's on that page. No, I'm Yeah. Um, is Jesus your only imaginary friend? Uh, can you read those? Yeah, I can. Okay, yeah, this is a periscope comment, so Yeah, okay. So Camp Shoshana is looking for a cook. What, Do looking, tell. Yeah, they're looking for a cook, you guys. Do you know anybody who knows how to cook? And they want to go up to camp and cook and get and they get they get to go to camp for free, except they gotta cook. Check it out. Program of Messianic Jews Studies, July seventh through the September second. Campshoshana.com. Arielministries.org. You can learn more. But if you know anybody who is a cook and they, they wanna work up there for the summer then let us know. There's two cooking positions available. Yes, there are. Yep. All right. The other thing is, are you on my text message list? Because if you're not, I hope you are. If you go to bit.ly, no, that's not right. If you go to text Bible News to 33222, right there, people, three. Three, two, two, two. Good job. Thank you. It was super difficult. But anyway, I have, uh, I paid for the service. I've actually paid for it for a year in advance. So I can actually text you a gazillion messages now if you'd like. And uh, oh, by the way, it was Diane, I believe it was, who won the contest that we did recently with uh, Papa Bear Alaska's book. 
I think it was Diane, right? Diane, it was you that won. Anyway, my hair, I just messed it up. So, yeah. Anyway, I need to do something with this. <laughs> I need to stop doing that because now it's really messing my hair up. Ah, okay, this is what you get when you have hair like mine. I know we've done this before. <sighs> anyway, uh, so, yes. Oh, back to the question. Is that guy still here? Christ of what, whoever. What's his name? Is Jesus your only imaginary friend? Um, is Jesus only my imaginary friend? Jesus isn't imaginary, first of all. He is a historical figure who uh, is the only person who was ever born of the virgin. Mm -hmm. Had a supernatural dad. Yeah, he did. And he lived and died and rose from the dead. And that's the amazing part about Jesus. Yep. He was literally the only person that ever did that. Moose gets rid of Frizz. Yeah, I don't like Moose, though, because it, it's, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so don't forget to text me. That's what my point was earlier. <laughs> you can text me the term Bible News to 33222. And also, don't forget, you can become a pillar of the community if you want. And donate to the show because you love it so much. And all you got to do is go there. BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give. And thank you all for donating. We totally appreciate it. It really helps. By the way, I want to give an update. Bareface and me, we do got our kitchen done. And thank thank you to those of you who donated to our, our flood relief. <laughs> that was done. And today we got our carpet fixed. So we still need to get our carpet cleaned because of the water stains and all that. But at least the carpet is now fixed. And what was that? It cost 50 bucks, right? Uh, the carpet? Yeah. Yeah, $50 to replace about 72 square feet of carpet pad, uh, the tack strip around those three edges and to stretch the carpet back. And they did it in like 10 minutes. It, they were fast. They were fast. I was shocked how fast it was. Obviously, they'd done this before. Yeah. Yeah, but that was like only 50 bucks. That was a, that was a, we were very thankful for that. Let's Indeed. put it that way. Um, uh, anyway, um, yeah, so let's talk about this girl, this baby girl that was born. This is crazy. I posted it in the disciples group, Bareface. Yeah, well, I've got another... Let me, um, so it says uh, here, a girl believed to be tiniest newborn weighed as much as an apple. When she was born, the baby girl weighed about the same as an apple. A San Diego hospital on Wednesday revealed the birth of the girl and said she is believed to be the world's tiniest surviving micro preemie who weighed just 8.6 ounces or 245 grams when she was born in December. The girl was born 23 weeks and three days into her mother's 40-week pregnancy. Doctors told her father after the birth that he would have about an hour with his daughter before she died. But that hour turned into two hours, which turned into a day, which turned into a week. The mother said in a video released by Sharp Mary Birch Hospital for Women and Newborns, more than five months have passed, have passed, 
and she has gone home as a healthy infant weighing five pounds. The, the baby's family gave permission to share the story but wanted to stay anonymous, the hospital said. They allowed the girl to go by the name. The, girl, the nurses called her Sabi, S-A-Y-B-I-E. Her ranking as the world's smallest baby ever to survive is according to the tiniest baby registry maintained by the University of Iowa. Dr. Edward Bell, a professor of pediatrics at the University of Iowa, said Sabi had the lowest medically confirmed birth weight submitted to the registry, but we cannot rule out even smaller infants who have, who have not been reported to the registry, he said in an email to the Associated Press. The hospital said the girl officially weighed seven grams less than the previous tiny baby who was born in Germany in 2015. In the video produced by the hospital, the mother described the birth as the scariest day of her life. She said she was taken to the hospital after not feeling well and was told she had preeclampsia, a serious condition that causes skyrocketing blood pressure and that the baby needed to be delivered quickly. I kept telling them she's not going to survive. She's only 23 weeks. But she did. The tiny girl slowly gained weight in the neonatal intensive care unit. A pink sign by her crib read, Tiny but Mighty. Other signs kept track of her weight and cheered her on as the girl whose birth weight compared to that of a hamster gained pounds over the months. You could barely see her in the bed. She was so tiny. Nurse Emma Wiest said in the video, it shows photos of Sabi wearing a mint bow with white polka dots that covered her entire head, her, her tiny eyes peering out from under it. Nurses put a tiny graduation cap on her when she left the unit. Aw, that would have been cute to see. The girl faces enormous challenges as a micro preemie who is an infant be born before 28 weeks of gestation. Micropremies can experience vision and hearing problems, developmental issues, and a host of other complications. Many do not survive the first year, said Michael or Michelle Kling of the March of Dimes, a nonprofit that works to improve the health of mothers and babies. So far, Sabi has beaten the odds. She's a miracle, that's for sure, said Kim Norby, another nurse featured in the video. And um, so. I read that. I saw the pictures. There's pictures in the video and the video. And why why do you suppose this is such a big news story? Hmm? I'll tell you why I think it is and why it's made the news, aside from the fact that it's, quote, the tiniest little girl, newborn Wade. And I think it's because um, our culture does not value life, generally speaking, um, we advocate for the murder of babies younger than this one. And in today's day and age, if this baby in the wrong hands would have been put to death. What, I mean, she would have just died. They would have let her die and not done anything. Um, but the reason why it's such a, a great story is because she was saved. And the likelihood of her living is unlikely. It's really a, a miracle. You know, and I mean, she, she's leaving the hospital at five months or five pounds. I, I was born a preemie and I weighed four pounds. And my mom had, my mom, I don't know where the pictures are, cause, but my mom did have a picture of me next to a baby doll. And I was shorter. I was littler than that baby doll. Um, you know, so I, I think 
you know, I think it's just an amazing thing. And, and I actually saw uh, today, and I don't know how many of you guys, guys have seen this. Um, if you're on Facebook, Vicki Fitch actually added this um, video on her Facebook page. And it's titled Golden Buzzer Cody Lee Wows You with a Historical mus Music Moment on America's Got Talent 2019. And um, Cody is blind and autistic. And, um, did you see this video? Yes, Randall? I did. You watch it? Yes. Yeah, I almost didn't because I was like, oh, everybody, yeah. but anyway, I did. I watched it and I cried through the whole thing. And I couldn't help but look at the shocked faces of people as he went from barely being able to say any type of words and sounding very disconnected to sitting behind a piano playing the piano beautifully and belting out in this perfect voice of an angel. You know what I mean? Have you guys seen this video? We should play it if they haven't. And it, you know, what struck me about it was what struck me about it was that, um, here is a young man. I think he's 22. I think is what the mom said, who, <laughs> I'm sorry my hair. Don't hold it against me. Um, here's a young man who, who a lot of parents would be irritated that they have a, a child like that. Um, too much work, a burden on society, you know, their life sucks because they're not all there or whatever they want to say, the mean things that people say. And yet here he is playing the piano and singing great, way more than probably everybody in that audience. And anyway, they gave him the golden buzzer, which I guess means he automatically goes to the finals and doesn't have to compete through everything else. But you want, you want to pull it up? Well, if I can. Want me to send you the link? Or do you well, I've got, got, got it. It's just that okay. there's just something strange going on with the screen capture, so... Yeah. You've seen a baby less than one pound? Wow. Uh. Yeah, as you've seen the preview there, that should be capturing the uh, Firefox browser. So but the preview? instead it's, it's capturing the Chrome browser. Okay. What is that? It's, I think that's, uh, that's Twitch. Okay. It's a so Twitch so dashboard. We have one viewer in, in Twitch. Is it you? No. I'm not in it. That's nice. Yeah, we are. Bible News Radio is on Twitch, people. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but anyway, so I think it's interesting. I was talking to a friend of mine from high school yesterday. And we, we, I, this was the first time in 30, whatever years it's been, um, that I was talking, I was talking to her and she has a child who is also on the spectrum and who is basically a young man who's going to have to have care his whole life. And, um, you know, she, and her and I had this long talk about, about how culture and people don't appreciate these people with these disabilities they just want to discard them and i said you know it's interesting because having a father with dementia and parkinson's um 
you know, there's a society, there's a part. Most caregivers are women. Most sons disregard their elderly parents. Uh, I say this based on my four years, give or take, taking care of my dad and seeing who visits the loved ones in the, in, the, in these assisted living places. <clears throat> it's mostly women. Um, but there's, there's a, a, a disregard for the humanity of these individuals. And a lot of people look down on them because they're not, they're not quote all there. You know what I mean? And I'm like, when will the world learn that God allows you to deal with certain things in certain ways to teach us stuff? I mean, that's why, um, that's why that guy, uh, what's his name? The guy with no arms and legs. What's his name? Nick Foyster? Yeah, that guy. Nick, and that's why the other guy I had on my show with no body parts. I mean, that's why, or arms or whatever, legs. That's why they they become inspirational because people think that human humanity is just the physical body instead of the soul, which is inside the person's body, you know. So, uh, so it's interesting. Okay, looks like we got some questions here. So somebody is asking, do you smoke weed? Should I? No. No, I don't smoke at all. I don't like cigarettes, none of that crap. Ugh. Um, honest question, how do how do you believe in this God business? Okay, there's got to be more to that cuz I can't see the other part. What has he done for you? Mike Mike what is his name? Mike Stir the Mad. Mikey Broccoli. Is that your real name? You know, Mr. Broccoli, is that really your name? Okay, how do you believe in this God business? Okay, so how do I believe in God? <laughs> well, you have a decade? I could tell you a lot. Uh, you know, I think Mike Mikester, probably the best way to answer your question is to... Uh, tell you to listen to our show every day and then you'll figure it out i but you can answer i mean i've got know. a one word answer israel <clears throat> israel mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point i mean if if you can come up with a better explanation for uh, a nation that is now a nation that was for a, not a nation uh, for centuries, um, and actually, in over a millennia, really, millennia, yeah, millennium. Um, what has he done for me? It was close, to, close to two millennia, uh, a nation that was not a nation and is now a nation in its original place with its original language, and and the in a geographic region that was not productive uh, but suddenly is productive to the point where it's an exporter of produce <laughs> to the Europe to Europe and the surrounding nations and then you throw in there that everything about what he just said is written 
thousands of years before it happened that this nation was going to be, that it was not going to be, that it was going to be born in a day, and then after the people returned to the land, the, the land would yield its produce and that sort of thing. He actually well, said that's a good explanation. Yeah, then if you can come up with an, <laughs> uh, an explanation other than, you know, divine intervention or divine design, that's the power to you. But uh, that's just one of many. But what about Palestine? The culture has God as, as well. Yeah. Palestine is the name, is the Roman name uh, for the Brat province, what we know as, as the Holy Land, uh, Israel. And um, Palestine, um, <coughs> coming from the same root as Philistine, it, the Romans named it. Um, after after Jerusalem was destroyed, after after many of the Jews were um, killed and uh, you know exiled, it was hundreds of years after uh, the destruction of Jerusalem that the Romans, you know, the Roman Empire named that region Palestine, and it was and it was in contempt. Really, it was really to to erase the memory of the Jews. So. Uh, so when you say which will never happen by the way we're jewish just so you know don't hate so, us or you can so, we're used to it so when you say what about palestine are you talking about a roman name for the area or when you say their culture i don't know who palestine is the palestine the my explanation is guns money and politics that's why you believe in god is because of guns money and politics there's really well, it doesn't fit well with many communist regimes through history who had plenty of guns. Not the people, but the governments. The regimes had the guns and the money, you know, the politics. But, but they were completely I, yeah. godless. I will I will say this, Mikey the mad, Mikester the mad. You know, what has he done for me? See that handsome, hunky man right next to me there? I can tell oh, you. Oh, guns, money, and politics. That's his explanation for Israel existing. I I will doesn't say doesn't explain the prophecies and I will say one thing though that God has done for me is you know when I met my husband Randall Pandle Bearface which is that guy right there who's super cute by the way anyway um you know my background and his parental background there's twelve marriages between uh our our moms and our dads. And Randall and I will have been be married 27 years in August. And, you know, and I can tell you (laughs) that that's one thing God's done for me. You know, I mean, I wish I could show you the picture of my friend that we just saw last week that we went to uh, see down in Nashville uh, that you know, helped us through a lot of our marriage issues and helped us to deal with the stuff from our parents and kind of wade through all that stuff so that we could become a healthy couple and not repeat the sins of our parents because there was a lot of sins of our parents, just saying. Um, and <laughs> so what's one of the things God has done for me? Well, he gave me bare face as a husband. And that's probably the biggest blessing that I personally have gotten from God. You know, without this man mm. next to me, 
you wouldn't you, you well for, you wouldn't you probably wouldn't love me the way that most of you love me i mean i irritate some of you i'm sure but randall has known me since i was 21 and i'm 50 now i'll be 51 so that's almost 30 years right and i can tell you that when he met me <laughs> I was not as sweet and lovable then as I am now, but for whatever reason, Bareface has stuck it out with me. So, got to give yourself some credit for your game. Well, I do give myself credit. Um, you know, I give myself credit for, I think God gave me the wisdom and I think Randall the wisdom to know what to do and the ability to do it, the discipline to do it, the desire to do it. Because frankly, most people don't don't do the work. You know, I, I became a therapist. It took me 13 years to earn my master's degree and five years to, to earn all of the, the hours that it takes to get licensed. And during all that time, um, I, you know, there's numerous times I wanted to quit. I mean, Randall can tell you, you know, I had a statistics book and an algebra book. I just ripped up. I threw across the room. I mean, I had a difficult time getting through school. Not completely, but, you know, it was not easy. My mom died during graduate school, which was kind of difficult, just a little. Um, you know, and I was going through all my recovery during that time. It was hard, you know. And so that's why I think as a middle-aged person, I, you know, I have a real heart to see people move forward and not be stuck. You know, because I'm not... <laughs> You know, I'm not a person that's that's stuck. I never have been. Lord willing, never will be. Um, I think that, um, you know, and people who are stuck irritate me. I'm <laughs> just saying. But what if you just did that yourself? I can't see the last part. Okay. Well, you read it before. So oh, okay. You. Yeah. Well, I give myself credit for sticking it through. I will say one one great piece of advice that I we got when we were in marriage counseling was at the time when I wanted to quit, you know, Karen actually said to, to us, she said, you know, you're right here. Don't quit because you're right there at the top. All you got to do is take a couple more steps and you'll be you'll be on your way to solid recovery. And and uh, 27 years later. We're still married, so yay for the unstuck club. That's right. Uh, what's your last question? Well, while we're waiting for that question, um, I don't have anything quite as emotionally stirring as that. But uh, you know, really, you've been married to me for twenty-seven years. I would think you have a little bit of emotionally stirring stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm. <laughs> But just, you know, what has Watching he... me bloom into the rose that I am. Indeed. That's been... <laughs> that's been... Great. Uh, that's... But uh, basically, it was just, I just wanted to say that what we observe, uh, at the large, you know, universal, like, galactic level, down to the small, you know, microscopic level, a cell or DNA, stuff like that, all these things declare to me um, divine design rather than accidental, you know, whatever, collision, you know, happy accidents and things. We, we know 
we know that things had a beginning. And even the ancient Greek philosophers talked about the uncaused cause because it just makes sense because of everything was caused by something else. Like, um, you're hearing these things because I'm speaking, you're, you know, I'm speaking because air is moving through my vocal cords, air is moving through my vocal cords because blah, 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 blah. And, if you, and something's caused by something else. That can't go back infinitely. Aww. Runner for Zion said, oh, how yeah. I miss you guys. Yeah. There you I'm go, buddy. There's some hearts for you. Loading up the screen. Um, should add some of those. Taylor, um, it's nice. Where's the last question? I don't see it. I neither. Oh, should I consider going to university in the UK or should I stick to the States? Uh, um, hmm. Well, university is, is not, I don't know. Isn't for what? What, you, what do you want to go for? I mean, what's the topic? Yeah, I would say university isn't what it used to be. Personally, I'd take up a trade, become a plumber or something. Yeah, yeah, not seriously. Make good money because so. here's the thing: you might think I'm nuts, but no, I don't. When the new world order takes place, and you know, and the internet goes down, and you know, all the, I don't know if it'll go down. Well, it'll no, be, the internet won't go down. It'll be in regularly. completely, yeah. But anyway, when, it won't be for use by us. When it it's just it would just be easier to, to have a trade, a blue collar trade. <laughs> if hey, if I had to do it all over again, I would. I would learn some type of trade because pretty much I'm you know. Me a too. Psychology degree does nothing for you. Just so know. you know, zero. It costs you a I big. I don't know headache. why my camera is bouncing so much. Whatever. Yeah, if I had to do all over again, I would. I would learn, you know, some but construction trades. Are you like American, that. or are you, you, I, are you United I'm... Kingdom in, or do you <laughs> English, Swahili, British, British, German, French? Uh, okay, cool guys, you too. it was cool chatting with us. Yeah, it was. Anyway, it just... was the highlight of your day. <laughs> yeah, it was. Just agree with me. Well. Uh, <laughs> Repeat after me. No, um, we no, are I your just, favorite people on Periscope. When Periscope uh, lets you see us. <laughs> I just wanted to finish this thought about, you know, an uncaused cause. Cause, you know, we can't we can't say, oh, this caused that, this caused that. It goes back for eternity. Well, that can't be the case. It can't go back infinitely because that means there's no beginning at all. And if nothing ever began, then we wouldn't get to where we are now. Right? I mean, if if the starting point is infinitely that way, well, there is no starting point because it, it's infinite. <laughs> you know, it just... So anyway, everything we observe in our physical universe just, um, you know, implicitly testifies that time and space had a beginning. Raised in segments, LOL. Yeah. Anyway, so if, if um, anyway, if time and space had a beginning, then the question is, what began it? Who began it? Exactly. Yeah. We're looking for an immaterial cause. So, 
We went from talking about the Sabbath to bras to immaterial cause on the show today. Mm -hmm. Don't forget about marriage and marriage Marriage counseling. and and dogs. And uh, And Bark Park. Yeah. It's a (laughs) free-for-all. Yeah, it was. And they have to keep pushing the time back for evolution because of those billions of years won't do. (laughs) Right, yep. Yeah. um, that so, drives so me true. and Randall nuts. I swear, when we're watching and it, TV, and it, and it said with such matter of factness on these documentaries, they're showing the ocean seven lava. billion years ago. Seven billion years ago, it's it's documented. Right? That's right. Because <laughs> we've observed something for thirty years, and so and just, we can extrapolate from that what's happened over the past, past several million and billion. We can, we can. And just because yeah. you say it with a deep voice and with conviction, yeah, doesn't runs, mean it's runs true. Crazy. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> I mean, if you want to say we think or our hypothesis, because it's not even a theory, um, you know, we think that it might, or you know, again, our hypothesis is whatever. But the state categorically, matter-of-factly, throw out these figures: seven billion years ago, six billion, three billion, one point three billion. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not just throw in there 1 billion, you know, 300 million, 275,625 years ago? I mean, if you're going to throw out those kind of figures, why not be more specific? Yeah, specific with it. Mm -hmm. It's just. um, Yes. All right. Well, it drives us crazy, too. But hey, you know what doesn't drive me crazy is knowing you guys are there to see us. For whatever reason, what's wrong with you people? I have no idea. <laughs> no. Hey, I, I should so tell you. And Jillian, yeah. yeah. We'll start making up words. Saw to... History Channel today saying that we can communicate through energy. Well, That's you know, what's happening right now. I, I, I call the History Channel, though, the revisionist History Channel. Cause they... <laughs> we can communicate through energy. My... We know there's natural energy with my vocal cords and moving air that's moving diaphragm on this microphone that's causing electrical impulses, you know, electrons to kind of jump around, bounce around, carry down this wire. Boy, and that's going uh, ultimately, that's in the USB yeah, audio the interface has there. Started, just so oh, you know. you're right. Well, this isn't, well, it's kind of my customary work. It is. Anyway, kind of. but, but yeah, and then and there's electrons going all. All sorts of over copper wire and and um, f- fiber and stuff like that, and going all over the world, and over then through electromagnetic radiation over the airwaves into your mobile devices. And you ever wonder why you love us so much? Um, Is it the hair? That's it. Is it the smile? Look at this mane. No. <laughs> Is it the? Why? I don't know. I want to know why you guys love us. You should put, tell us, because I'm just curious. I mean, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just curious, because, because, uh, I'm just curious. So, blind lady present stuff is getting it from aliens and other planets. Yeah, good to know. Well, they may not be other planets. They might be a <laughs> another dimension through, through energy. energy. Well, yeah. I have to tell you, Mama Gina is a brilliant woman. I, I do not misunderestimate yeah. Mama Gina. First mm-hmm. of all, she's a mom, so she's super smart anyway. Yeah, but she's one smart cookie. Just yeah, so you know. Totally. Yep. You can tell by the glasses resting on her nose. One so. of my uh, legal shield associates is Mama Gina. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. She's going to close the sale soon. I can feel it. Yeah, I can. By the way, I should bring this up. Just one last thing. Legal Shield. You guys know? Oh, Ramon. I offer it. You know? Most people just say crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, there's that fine line between genius and sanity. And I get called crazy all the time. And, and you got you to... Gotta, it's because of the hair. You got to yeah, play really... on both sides of the line a little bit to keep yeah. it interesting. Well, anyway, so the, the thing here is that with Legal Shield, um, I got to tell you guys, I was talking to some people today before Pickleball. I love y'all so because y'all's passion for God and rightly dividing words spills out of your broadcast. Oh, thank you so much. There you go. Taylor. See, that's why we don't quit, even though every day I feel like it. <laughs> it's like, why? No. Um, but Legal Shield, hey, if you guys don't have it, this is the now, now is the time to get it. Starting next month, I'm giving a 25% off discount on memberships through the 15th of the month. And the reason I'm doing that, well, I can't say it that way. 25% off your first month. I can't give you it every month, but when you sign up, I will give you back 25% of whatever you sign up for. So like, for example, you get a Legal Shield membership that's 25 bucks. I'll give you 25% off that and I'll give that back, which may not sound like a lot of money, but what I can tell you is it will save you money. And here's the thing. Next month is my one year anniversary in Legal Shield. And I honestly, I just gotta, I just gotta say something, you know, it's the product is awesome, but I'm going to tell you guy that I'm tell you, guy, I'm telling you, tell you, I was talking to my friend Frank this morning and Frank is this wonderful man at pickleball. He is like a dad to me. Um, he has a daughter my age, just a sweet man, very sweet. And, um, he's always, he's he's super supportive of me, um, and everything that I've done. And he, he hasn't been at pickleball in, in a few months, actually. I was kind of worried about him after my friend Joe died. I'm like, where did Frank go? Hopefully Frank didn't die too. Anyway. So I was talking to him today and cause he was there and, um, he asked me how things were going. And I said, well, you know, I've been with legal shield now for a year. He's like, you've been there for a whole year. And I go, yeah. And he's the guy that was in sales himself. Um, he worked in finance and did sales and things like that when he was working before he retired. And to make a long story short, as we were talking, the the thing that he pointed out is the thing that I pointed out to him about how you grow as people when you stretch yourself and you do something new. I've never sold anything before in my life. And yet when I married Randall, he told me that I could sell sand on the beach. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know where you're getting that from. I don't have a background in sales. Uh, you know, Vicki Fitch, you know, I hired her four years ago to teach me how to get, you know, how to do business and how to sell. Right. And I applied myself and I learned how to sell I think pretty well, and I've been doing it pretty good. But the thing is, is you got to believe in what you sell. And I do believe in Legal Shield. I know what it's done for me. I know what it's done for my husband. I know what, how much money we've saved in a year using it. And what I can tell you is that without that membership, I would be a lot poorer because <laughs> we wouldn't have saved almost 700 bucks. And, um, you know, I wouldn't have made the $99 investment back you know, multiple times over. So, but you know where I grew the most in confidence 
and learning not to take things personally and to feel rejected when people say no or oh not right now or or whatever because it's not it's not me that they're rejecting when they don't decide to get whatever it is I'm selling um so you know those of you this is a mini pep talk <laughs> for those of you who are my associates you know I First of all, I want to tell you that I'm very proud of you for stepping outside your normal comfort zone and actually signing up for something to sell because you understand the value of the product. But here's the thing. Don't ever forget the personal development piece of what you do. When you step out and you work for yourself, you know, hey, self-employment is not for wimps. It's certainly not for cowards. It's for rhinos, okay? You got to have a thick skin. You have to be able to apply yourself and do it. And, you know, one thing I've learned on the morning stretch calls that I'm on every day with, um, with the team that I'm on, that is that if you do anything toward your goal and your career choice, whatever it is, you pick up phone and make a call. If you actually share with somebody, this is what you do. If you, if you send an email or you post something on social media or, you read a book on self-development and you actually apply a principle that you read, that is a step of growth in your business, you know, especially if it's something you're doing for business. And so to, don't, don't minimize what you do. And I want you to know, I see you guys. I, I talk to all of you and I know where you're all at, you know, and I just want you to know I'm proud of you. You know what? And you're going to make sales. All of you will. You know, it just takes time. In fact, um, I, I uh, posted this video of Darnell Self recently. I really, did you watch it yet, Randall? Uh, no, not yet. You should, okay, let's end the show with this video then. I don't know if I can. Like oh, I said, you know. something, Dang. Something weird going on with uh Okay, well, so Darnell, capture. Darnell Self is a million dollar plus uh, He's a ring earner. He's one of the top dudes. He's like number two, I think. I think he's the top guy, second guy in Legal Shield as far as sales ever in the history of Legal Shield. And anyway, he was there was this video, and in the video, he's talking about how um, his Sunday school teacher uh, gave them all seeds, different seeds, and went and told them to go home, plant them, and then later users later. They're going to go ahead and, you know, they're going to bring their plants back to see whose is better or whatever. <laughs> anyway, so he was he was talking about how when he started doing Legal Shield, he started comparing himself to other people. And so then he being the fact that he was comparing himself, he ended up um, comparing how his plant was doing with other people's plants. And so he called up friends that had the, had, that had the seeds given to them, and he was talking to them about how their plants were, were doing. Anyway, so he was talking about how one guy talked about how his plant grew, and he was kind of irritated by it, but then how another woman had her thing wilt, and he was super rejoicing because his wasn't doing that, and, and just the whole comparison thing. And so the day that they finally got back together, they all brought their plants in, and he basically 
was kind of feeling a little bit humiliated because his plant was about that high and it was a lot shorter than other people's plants. Some were taller, some had, you know, they were longer and other stuff. And the pastor came to him and revealed and said to him, you know what? They all look different because what you don't know is I gave you all different seeds. So different plant seeds. And his point was that we all have different gifts and talents and we all have different abilities and certain things. Oh yeah, there it is right there. Certain things, and I'm butchering this, so if you want to watch it, it's, it's, it's really good. Certain things I can do, you can't do. God gave us different talents, right? I mean, trust me, I'm not good with numbers. I could not cut somebody open like a surgeon and pull out an intestine or a gut or a heart. I just couldn't do that. You know, but God gives certain people different talents. And anyway, (coughs) where you are in your business or your life is where God teaches you what he wants you to know. And so be encouraged by that because your classroom is not my classroom. You know, I've I've asked myself probably a hundred (coughs) times, easy, probably more than that. Why do I have a dad with dementia and Parkinson's at this late stage in my life? Um, And why didn't I get him when he was healthy and normal, you know, and had a, had a um, fully functioning body and mind? But you know what I've come to learn is that if I had that, when I was a child and all that, I wouldn't be who I am today because who I am today is based on all my past experiences. And yes, if I had a chance, I would probably change some of those horrific experiences I went through. But praise be to God, I would not be the person I am today. I like the person I am today. And you guys hopefully like who you are today because you've come through a lot of stuff and you're still here. You're still standing, right? So, do you want to play that? I can. I think I can. <coughs> okay. I think so, I can. I think I can. Well, I just butchered, butchered it and I ruined it for everybody because I just told you about it. But but go ahead and watch it because he actually does. He he says the story a lot better than me. So, this is Darnell Self from Legal Shield. For those who know, I came from another network marketing company, so I had seven people with me. But it didn't matter. I had nice income the first month. And after that, it went downhill. It took a minute for it to come back up. So I was a little discouraged, to be honest with you. But here's the thing that held me back. You want to hear it? Yes. My number one thing that held me back year one was me comparing myself to others. And I didn't even realize that I was failing until I compared myself to someone else who was succeeding, and I felt like a failure. Because I'm like, why are they doing it two months? How are they doing it in one year? You know, you start comparing yourself. You start thinking, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm too old. Maybe I'm not, I don't get around enough. Maybe I'm, right? All these things late at night that find root in our mind. So I thought I'd share a story as I close, because I tell everything in the story, as Mr. Carruthers said. I went to a leadership Bible study, seven of us there, and the pastor gave us some seeds to sow in some soil. You all remember this in elementary school? He used to give a little carton, put some soil in it, put some seed in it, had to water it, and grow a plant. Seven of us came home from that leadership Bible study, started growing our plants. That wasn't a big deal to me until I compared myself. 
Now my plate hadn't grown at that time, but it was no big deal. I put it in my sunroom, off of my kitchen. I thought that was a great thing to do. I wore it a couple times a day. I thought that was a great time, th great thing to do. But I wasn't worried. My plant hadn't come up yet. No worries. I guess it just takes a while for my plant to come up. Now I'm not a botanist. I'm not a gardener. I don't know how long it's supposed to take. However, I called Mike Hughes. He was also at that Bible study. I said, Mike, how's your plant look? He said, the one from Bible study? I said, yeah. He's like, dude, I had to repot it. I said, what? Now watch this. Now all of a sudden, I'm upset. Before, I was okay. But he had to repot it. I said, stop playing. He said, you want me to send you a picture? I said, no, I want you to send me a picture. I'm mad. So I said, all right, man, I hung up. I was mad. Then I called him back. Hey, man, it's me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hang up. Um, let me ask you a question. How often do you water it? I said, this is what we're going to do in the business. How many times do you water at the, when and what time? This is what people are gonna say. Like when you meet with your insurance agent, tell me what you said to your insurance broker. Like what did you say to your pastor? Tell me what, what tool did you use? Because people think if you say the same thing they said, or they say the same thing you said, it's gonna work the same way. But it's not gonna work the same way because the relationship I have with my insurance broker may be different from the relationship you have with yours. Your insurance broker could be in a different place than mine. My pastor could be in a different place than your pastor. Too many variables to say the exact same thing will work for everybody. So I said, listen, Where'd you put it? He said, what are you talking about? I said, did you put it on the east or the west where the sun sets or rises? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm specific. These people are going to tell you, watch, about the business. He was like, stop playing, man. I said, no, man, I need to know, man, because mine not growing. So I hung up because I was mad. <laughs> then I called Linda. She was also at the Bible study. I said, Linda, how's your plant look? She said, plant pastor games? I can tell by her posture something wasn't right. <laughs> I said, yeah. She said, it grew, but it withered to the ground. And I giggled a little bit. Oh. I'm embarrassed to tell y'all this, but I actually felt good about her failure. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, at least mine ain't died. It ain't broke yet, but it ain't dead. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what people gonna do. This people gonna do in the business. You know, because my son is gonna have five success, and as soon as something goes wrong, they didn't get the trip. Retention's back. They, it can make you feel good. Like, whoop, see, fast don't last. <laughs> at least I, my business may be going slow, but I'm the turtles. You know, the race isn't given to the swift, but the one who tore it to the... You make yourself feel better. <laughs> so I said, Are everything all right? She's like, yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, I'm going to keep watering. We'll see what happens. I said, all right. <laughs> but I hung up. I was like, yeah, at least mine ain't died yet. Well, I said, so to make a long story short, I, I called everybody. I'm comparing myself. Then we showed up a Bible study about a month later, and we all had our plans. Mike Hughes, sure enough, walked in with like a force. <laughs> and I'm hating. I'm like, man, look at him. Linda Gray walked in. She got a whole bunch of stuff that come up, but they all drag into the ground, falling up behind. <laughs> and me, man, it wasn't even half of my pinky nail coming out the soil. You can, people, they were trying to be funny. To, with a magnifying glass, you can't see Dee's plant. <laughs> and pastor's life in the hearts, right? He's cracking up. And I said, what? He said, I gave you all different seeds because God didn't make any of you all the same. And you're going to take different times to come into who you're supposed to be. And it's going to take different things at different times to come into who you're supposed to be. So the thing that held me back is me concerning myself about what other people were doing, how long they were doing it, how fast they got it. All I'm saying is your time is your time. And nobody can take away what's meant for you. God bless you. Right, seeing that brought tears to my eyes. Yeah, because tears are my gift. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. I love that message. And uh, Darnell Self, you know, 
interesting guy. He has a very interesting background. He started Legal Shield when he was in his car, homeless, I think. And, um, you know, and, uh, and now he's a gazillionaire, millionaire, actually. 20-something, I think 20-something years later. And he um, actually runs a number of orphanages that he opened up um, in uh, some other countries. So, you know. He's a godly guy, and uh, he is um, fun to listen to, <laughs> as you could tell. Um, and his point is well made. So all I have to say to those of you who are my associates, be encouraged. Okay? Just be encouraged. You know? You're doing good. All of you are. And if those of you who don't have your memberships yet want to sign up in June, let me know. <laughs> Because I'm celebrating that I've been in this thing a year and done pretty well. And it's only because of God's grace and uh, and stuff and, you know, all that. So, what did you think of that, Randall? Did you like it? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, definitely. Yep. And it's true, and I fall in that trap the same time, you know, all the time. <laughs> all that, the time you do, uh, I know. It's like, well, wait a second, you know, have <laughs> been doing this, and you know, everybody's saying, well, you, you know, this is what you, this is the kind of emails you send, and you know, you say exactly this, and this mm -hmm. yields results, and it's like, uh, not for me, it doesn't. <laughs> but like I said, there's so many variables. There are. Yeah. There are, you know. I mean, Email takes away few of them, but the recipient, I mean, the place they're at, that time of day, you know, when they read it, kind of, well, because there's there's no real, you know, emotion, email doesn't have a smile, you can put little smileys in it, you can use emoticons and stuff, but... Um, Just don't put XOXO, it's not business-like. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> but, you know, you can read something, you know, a number of ways, and that recipient can, depending on where they're at, at that time, on that day, may read it a certain way. Yeah, so, yeah, there's no... Well... One size fits all. This works for everybody. This is the key to success. Well, I can tell you, in signing up about 50 people mm -hmm. in the last year uh, for the membership... What I can tell you is that every single person I've signed up, I've signed up completely differently. Mm -hmm. I've had some, I've been very blessed to, to have a couple that literally the first time I shared the membership, they're like on the spot, I'm going to get it. But I've also had people that I've had to follow up with eight, nine months of follow up, which irritates me to be honest. <laughs> it's like, why don't you just, you know, don't you see? No, you know. Um, but in it all, I've learned lessons and, you know, and it gives you a good story. So, I mean, this, the guy that signed up this week with me, I've been following up with him for seven months. Finally, this week, he's like, okay, I can do it now. I'm like, okay. You know, and it was perfect timing because I needed it to get to hit performance club. But um, anyway, not that, that means anything to most of you, but but anyway, all I have to say, hang in there, and um, I hope you enjoyed this long episode of our show because we went over by like a half hour. Uh, are you doing a Bible study tomorrow? Probably. Okay. I mean, it's it's on my calendar, so. Okay. Good. All right. So, people. I hope you have a good evening. <laughs> Remember, be bold, people. Stand up. Go with God, because he loves you. Yeah, he does. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. 
Okay? Bye.